Welcome to Inside the Raven's Eye. I'm your host, Alan Mitchell. My medicine name is Raven's Spirit. This podcast is partnered with Earth and Spirit Medicine, owned and operated by Winfield Ivers. His medicine name is Coyote Thunderhawk. He is a shaman here in the state of Utah. So make sure to visit earthandspiritmedicine.com and check out the services they provide. In this episode of Conversations with a Shaman, I open up my journal and talk about a vision I had about insecurities and the blanket that I had to take off and place into the fire. Enjoy. So I titled this one, The Blanket of Insecurity. Um, and like I said, I, I wrote this about a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I have recently gone through some personal healing, and part of that was a vision of the two people in the teepee. In particular, a native and a yellow blanket who was the one being angry, emotional, fearful, and creating so much noise in my mind that it was causing me to live with anxiety, among other things as well. In my vision, I saw this native and I told him, you're the one causing all this noise. Once I said this, he disappeared and my mind became silent and peaceful. Later that day, I did a meditation, but I was speaking out loud and spoke with love to this individual stating that he could not be in my teepee invading my peace. I asked him to simply go with our ancestors and be with God. Go and learn what you need to learn and if you return as a strong warrior of God, then my teepee will always be open to receive good teachings and medicine from you. But you must go now and leave, for you need God. When he stood up, the blanket dropped on the ground, and I placed it in the fire. I heard Spirit tell me that the blanket of insecurity must go into that fire and be burned. But make sure to keep the good medicine going. If you do not continue on the good path, you will simply begin to weave a new blanket with old insecurities and perhaps new additional ones as well. Walk the good path of life. What are your thoughts about on this vision and really just about insecurity itself? When I think about a child, and I think about a child perhaps Let's say a neglected child, and let's say that this child has a blanket, and let's say that this neglected child literally has to use that blanket to get physically warm, and, and in some way there becomes the emotional warm, and in some way there because, becomes the mental thoughts about that, what that means to that child. And then, spiritually, it almost begins to become a suffocation spiritually. Because when we get comfortable in our uncomfortable familiarities of what we think is all we can get, or that all we deserve, or all we have, or I, I need it, reliant upon it. So, you know, just like this... this uh, individual in the teepee, you know, with the yellow blanket, you know, it's one thing to, like was spoken, to, to throw something in the fire. It's one thing to make a New Year's resolution, but it's another to change your life. It's one thing to say you're going to do something or I am severing something, but it's another to live the way. It's another, I promise, you know, just uh, living the moment-to-moment -moment lifestyle of what it is you desire the most 
will be the most difficult and become the easiest thing you've ever done. Because all it is is habit. That's all you've done already. It's all habitualized when it comes to needing a holy, unnecessary blanket to fill something that is illusionary and limiting as to the true eternal self of the light that is still burning and you know, almost gone inside of that person who now went from child to grown-up who doesn't seem to have any kind of significant thought about their self, themselves, as to an uh, important identity or uh, a meaning of mattering or anything like that. So they will cling to anything and all things that resemble in a material way those thoughts that need to be comforted, those emotions that need to be comforted, wrapping some false impression of a blanket of unnecessary BS around us and suffocating us and disconnecting us from source. So, if you have some insecurities, gosh, I had a lot of them. I, I don't really need to list them. I think we all, at one point or another, have felt some sort of self-doubt, some insecurity, some place where we were not feeling certain or sure. And yet now in the world, every single person on this planet has been induced with uh, energy through this 2020 pandemic, etc., etc., that has left them searching for what is familiar, what is of the past that can help me feel secure, safe, and. Sorry, you know, there's nothing there. You got to go inside. You got to go inside yourself. This is where the real work starts, okay? You've got to get to know yourself. You've got to get to know that you have strengths and powers beyond what you've ever understood before. You've got to get to know yourself to the degree in which you know that you have the mental capacity to think yourself through every single second of your life in an effective and powerful way no matter what it looks like when you can begin to come to a place in your life by going inside of yourself stilling your thoughts and removing all exterior need and become vulnerable to the essence of spirit Okay, that's the blanket you want. See, that's on the inside. If you're going to weave a blanket of some sort, weave one that that is is of the eternal fabric of that lasts forever. See, we get caught up in our mortal thinking that this is just, you know, like like people really live on this planet thinking that it's that we're here to get a job and go to school and get married and have kids. Okay, that is so lowly. I'm sorry. But that is such a lowly thing. I'm not saying people aren't enjoying their lives to a certain degree. But if they knew what they could really enjoy to a new degree, wow. Okay. So we have to understand those are aspects. So when I go to wilderness and it's cold, part of me getting warm is gathering firewood and making fire and doing things that bring about 
I want warmth. Okay. Maybe I want security. You know, oh, wow. Okay. Well, it feels a lot better. It feels good to have that fire around me. A little light, perhaps. A little warmth, companionship. Okay. But sometimes we forget the real reasons or what potential there really is. Fire can help me make tools, can cook my food, can do a lot of things. But see, we have to understand that what we're working with. You have to also get to know your environment. You have to get to know uh, the people. You have to get to know yourself though more than anything so you can trust yourself when you're navigating through your everyday environment of going to work, your everyday environment of going to the grocery store or whatever it is, or in any way, shape, or form in the way we're living here. And now in this whole new pattern of where we have been basically put into a position where it's possible that governmental forces might think that they have a say in our lives. Okay, it's possible that people might think that governmental forces have a say in our lives. It's possible that people might be lending out their power and their energy to others seemingly and hoping that they will bring them or gift them something. Who is my savior? Well, I'm here to tell you, you are. Okay, you are your only savior. You can go around all day, every day saying, Jesus, save me. Okay. But, you know, when Jesus has already given you all the tools and reminded you of all your powers so you can click on that light switch that he showed you how to click on, then click it on. Do it. See, you have to think it. You have to speak it. You have to feel it and you have to act it. Act. Wow. That's the work. And to work diligently to our, to our coming to a place of safety and security and most importantly, walking in certainty. Okay, what were you going to say? Reminded me uh, what you just said when I read that question about insecurity. It took me right back for some reason when I went on the spirit quest with you and you said, oh, there's some really cold water. Talk about a blanket of insecurity because you, when you're going into the cold waters like that, you're stripping everything off. I went in there naked, you know, and stripped everything off and went into the freaking cold water. So I think taking off that blanket of insecurity of the outside forces, like, and kind of holding on to, like, what Spirit was telling me, that that Where false information. For I had to go to my heart. Yeah, I had to go inside. I had to like strip it off and go in the waters. And that insecurity of that fear of saying you're going to die and then you come out of the water and you don't even have goosebumps, which is kind of crazy because it's, I think that insecurity, it's for me, it was overcoming. Get uncomfortable, like you say. You have to get uncomfortable. It's like freaking exercise. <laughs> you're not going to be, you know, for me, anyways, I'm not comfortable when I'm. You know, oh, it's, this feels great. No, it's like a pain in the butt. But afterwards, you kind of reap the benefits of that because it feels so amazing afterwards, um, especially even getting out of the water. But I just wanted to add that to that insecurity. I think that's beautiful. It's perfect. What a great illustration of, you know, you, you, you come vulnerable to the cold waters. You strip everything off. You go inside the waters, but you go inside yourself. And... There's some eternal warmth in that. It's 
It's wonderful. The way you described that was perfect. So there we have it. Yeah. <laughs> Get uncomfortable. I want to thank you for listening to Inside the Raven's Eye. And if you have any questions that you would like to ask Coyote Thunderhawk, please email me at insidetheravenseye at gmail.com. Also, remember to visit earthandspiritmedicine.com and check out the great services. You have been listening to Coyote Thunderhawk in conversations with a shaman. I'm your host, Alan Mitchell, and we will see you on the next Inside the Raven's Eye. Much love and God bless.